Good evening, everyone. This is Pastor James Doggett Jr. Good evening to you. Good evening to you. And good evening. This is Friday evening, night six of our The Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. And I'm so very happy that you all have chosen to tune in. And look at you. You are right on time. I appreciate your punctuality. I appreciate your consistency. And I want you guys to pause real quick. And let's go ahead and make sure that we share with everyone that we know that we are currently live with the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. So go ahead and stop. Press that share button. Let's make sure that everyone is aware that something great is happening live right here with the moving, the quarantine moving forward revival. Listen, can I celebrate all of you who have been here at least one or two nights? You know what? How about this? If you have been here since the very beginning of this process, and if you are excited about what God has done and you know God is about to do some more great things, why don't you go ahead and press that like button right now? Let me see your excitement. Let me see how anticipatory your spirit is in this moment because God is definitely moving and he's doing some great, marvelous and amazing things here at the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. Again, my name is Pastor James Dogger Jr. I am your revival host this evening. And I want you to, in the comment section, make sure you tell us where you are tuning in from. Remember, rem remind us, if you've been with us before, that you're back. Hey, I'm from Poland. I think I saw somebody from Poland. Thank you guys for tuning in all the way from Poland. That's awesome. Let me give a quick shout out to Adrian Guadalupe. I appreciate you for tuning in all the way from Puerto Rico. We appreciate you Puerto Ricans who are tuning in. What about people from New York? Let me see. Do we have anybody from California? Where are my West Coast folk at? Anybody from the North? Let me see you press that like button. Anybody from the South? If you're from the South and you're representing from your region of the country, let me go ahead and see you click that like button. What about the East? I need all my East Coast folk to represent tonight. Let us know that you are here, that you're tuned in, and that you're ready to worship God this evening. What about people from Canada? Do I have any Canadians in the virtual building? If you are from Canada and you're watching, go ahead and press that like button. Oh, yeah, I see some folk um, from Huntsville. I see some people from Pennsylvania. Oh, I see Tampa, Florida. Who else do I see in here? I see Orlando, Florida. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Oh, all the way from Miami, we appreciate you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you pause real fast and press that share button so that everyone can know that the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival is currently live. Listen, we are in for a treat tonight. God has been blessing us every single night. From the launch night service with Pastor Rashad Burden, let me see if you were here during the launch night service. If you were here, go ahead and raise your hand in the comments or press that like button. If God blessed you through the man of God, Pastor Rashad Burden, who reminded us that it doesn't matter what condition you might find yourself in, as long as you are in network, God will find you. And he not only knows how to find you, he knows how to make sure that you are um, having all of your needs met. God is there right there with you. And then we learn from Pastor Richard Martin, who was here when Richard Martin preached that powerful word. He reminded us that we can trust God in transition. Position. He preached that amazing word about the children of Israel. And like my father said, listen, he should be ashamed of himself. 
for preaching with that much power and authority. Then the very next night, on Tuesday night, night three, we had Pastor Laurent Grovner. Now, he came through, and he reminded us that God has some good, bad timing. The Lord is never early. He's never late. He's always right on time. And we got encouragement and inspiration from that message. So thank you, Pastor Laurent, for coming through with that anointed and relevant word. What about um, the night after that, Wednesday night, night four of our revival? Who was here when Pastor Doggett, when Dr. James Doggett Sr. delivered that powerful word? I hope you were tuning in because he told us that God is like that mother, that eagle who will stir the nest and will force us on the playground of trouble and trial to move forward into our divine destiny. Boy, that was a word. I appreciate Pops for coming through. And as the sensei, we do show our respect that you, you took time to sacrificially come through and deposit that word into our spirit. And we appreciate you for that. What about last night? Now, I already know we have some Bermudians who tuned in last night. You guys, y'all showed up. I can't lie. Bermuda showed up last night in the comments. You guys were supporting your pastor, Pastor Damon Hendrickson, who came through with a mighty word. He reminded us that we just need to push through the fog, that sometimes life will throw some curveballs our way, but we got to persist. We got to pursue and like Paul told us, you got to chase after uh, what God has placed in front of you. And we got inspiration and encouragement from that message as well. If you were blessed by those messages, press that like button. Let me see all of those hearts. God blessed us mightily through these men of God. But tonight, 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 we have a preacher of the gospel in the virtual building. We have none other than Pastor Marquise Jones, my boy, listen, he's about to bring this word. Look at him. He's smiling ear to ear. He's smiling so wide he can eat a banana sideways. You know why? Because this man knows that he got a word that he's about to deliver that's about to set somebody free. So we're excited about that thing tonight. Are you ready, Pastor? Pastor, are you ready? Well, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm praying, man, praying for it. It, it has been uh, some, 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 some stallions have come out the gate, and I'm like, I feel like I gotta, I gotta make sure that I don't lose the momentum that has yeah. been built up by my brothers and yeah. by the sensei. I mean, so, yeah. so pray me through, Doc. Pray you me through. Pray you through, bro. We got your back, and we celebrating, and we appreciate you for coming through. Let me tell y'all a few things about Pastor Johns. Now, I'm not gonna go too deep because I don't want to reveal all his business to the world. But I will tell you some of the key highlights of this man's history. Let's start off with the fact that he was born in Los Angeles, California. He's from come the on. West Coast. He come got on. a separate, hold on, let me put you back in gallery view so the come people on, can see on. you, man. Just smile. We can shout these Lakers out one more time so we can shout these Lakers out one hey, more time. Hey, LA, if you are a Laker fan, like Pastor Doggett and Pastor Johns, can you guys show and Pastor Lakers? Damon Hendrickson? Don't sleep and on my Bermudian my brother. Bad. And yeah. Damon Hendrickson, can y'all yeah. please show some love by pressing that like button right where you are? And if I only see two likes, then I'm not moving forward until I get at least fifty. Nah, we, we, I'm, I'm down to not move forward until we get loves. I don't want love. Likes. No, we don't want likes. Yeah, we don't want thumbs up. We want that heart. Loves. Show us the love for LA Lakers. We appreciate y'all. For showing that love. Okay, I see some hearts. So we can move forward, Pastor Johns. We good. All right. All right. We all good. right. 
All right, so Pastor Jack, he's from California. Let me also tell you that he is an evangelist at heart. This man finds relevant ways to preach the gospel and not just speak with his lips and, and orate with his articulation. This man finds ways to meet the needs of those around him. He's not just one of those guys who talks the talk. He walks the walk, and he's willing to leave the beaten path. And again, this man is liberal when it comes to methodology. He's just like Jesus, y'all. He found, he'll find a way to make sure that he meets the, the needs of the people. Let me tell you that he has some children now. Now, this is, the, I got I to gotta tell you, of course, he's, he has, he's an he's amazing husband and all that good stuff. But as a father, I, I kind of envy him. And this is why this man just had a little girl. He had a daughter. Yes. And y'all know what he had the nerve to name her. Let me put this in, in gallery view again. Come on. Come on. What's your daughter's name? Phoenix. Man, if my wife and I have another child, we are naming our child Phoenix, bro. I love that name. That name is so powerful. She already has a powerful future, man, just based off the declaration of her name. So, yeah, he has a daughter, and her name is uh, Phoenix. And he's not just a father. He's not just a husband. He's not just a preacher. He's not just a friend. Let me just tell you, he's a mighty man of God. And he's come here tonight with a relevant word. Let me tell you that right now, he is he has so many different roles. But I'm going to give you some of his main roles. Right now, he is, let me see if I can get this right. The He is the Director of Adventist Community Services and Prison Ministries at Southeastern California Conference. And I think I forgot evangelist, too. So yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. evangelism, yeah. too. Conference evangelist as well. And he's the conference evangelist as well. So he's doing all of these, wears so many different hats. But again, he has a motor, a fire, a fervency, a heat within him to do what God has designed him and called him to do. And nobody's going to stop him. He has that tenacity, that pertinacity. If you like pertinacity, I dare you to go ahead and press that like button right here. You believe that we need that fire and we're not going to let the devil extinguish it. No, not now. So we have a preacher in the house. He's going to deliver the word. And we also have Olivia uh, Zimenez in the house as well. She's going to be singing for us in a little while. Olivia, are you in the house? Let me go ahead and put this in gallery view so that people can see you. Say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. Hi. She's here, y'all. So you've seen her face. So we're not just talking. She's actually here. I'm going to go ahead and take it off the gallery view. And I'm going to let you know that Olivia is actually a top. She's a finalist now with the American Idol. I believe this is season 18. And this weekend, she is going to need some love, y'all. She's not just here to minister to us. She's also here to to not just show us love, but we need to also provide that same reciprocity in showing her love. Because Sunday, y'all, we need to go out and vote for Olivia. Let's vote for her. She's talented. She's amazing. You'll hear her in a minute. She got the anointing. And I'm excited that you're here. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Now, as we move forward, let me remind many of you who aren't aware that we have these first six days been able to be a tremendous blessing to some people who are in need. Many of you who've been giving, let me stop and say thank you. Thank you for your gifts, for your seeds that you've sown into the lives of these individuals who are in financial crisis. We've been encouraging you not to just get a good word, but we're asking that you partner with us and with God. Let me give you the update. 
we've had the opportunity to send over $500 because of your faithfulness to a young lady in Hampton, Virginia. And we were able to do that on Thursday. God blessed us to be able to send that, that finan those financial resources. So thank you so much. This is a young lady who is pregnant. So she's going to have her baby in the next month. She's going to have a little baby boy. So not only is she pregnant, not only is she a single mother of a 10-year-old, but she's having to quarantine and do all of this you know, by herself. So you being able to bless her with those financial resources has been amazing. Now, we said last night we want to provide an opportunity for you to, with a registry, a baby registry, to bless her even further. We're still in the process of putting that registry together. It won't take us long. So hopefully tomorrow night we'll be able to give you that information so that you can bless her with diapers and anything else that she might stand in the need of. So we are going to put that together for you. Let me also tell you that after we got off of the, the, the live feed last night, you all showed up again. Let me just, let me clap for y'all. You showed up again. You blessed by sending $400 this morning to a woman in Houston, Texas, another single mother with two children who is facing some, some dire financial situations and strengths. And she's actually had some physical issues with some fluid in her brain and different things and challenges she's had to overcome. But we were able to be a blessing to her by sending her 400. If you appreciate that, if you celebrate all of those who were able to give and you want to show this woman some love, then go ahead and press that like button if you know it's all about giving. It's not just about receiving. It's better to give than to receive. That's what the word of God says. So go ahead and press that like button if you celebrate what God is doing in the lives of these people who are in need of support. If you want to sow your seed and you want to join this movement and partner with us, you can use the Cash app and send your financial seed to the money sign, The Quarantine Revival. Again, the money sign, The Quarantine Revival, and you'll be able to bless another family who is in financial need during this pandemic. Again, thank you so much for your generosity, for your giving. You guys are absolutely amazing. We now, at this time, before we listen to this amazing psalmist come and lead us in song, before we hear the word, we have to go to the throne of God in prayer. Many of you have been sending in your prayer requests, and we've been praying specifically for you. So thank you for sending in your requests. At this time, I want to just encourage you. I want to encourage you to position yourself in some position of respect as we prepare to assault the heavens, as we prepare to go to God in prayer. If you need God to pray or to move on your behalf, if you have some request, some Thing that you desire us to intercede on your behalf about, then please put that in the comment section. Send us a private message. And also, if you have a family that you're connected to, that you know of, then please send that information to us as well so that we can help that family who is in financial crisis through this season of struggle in their lives. If you are that family, reach out to us. We want to be a blessing. Again, if you want to give, you can send your money via cash app to the money sign, the quarantine revival. We've been able to bless uh, families with close to a thousand dollars since we started on Sunday, two different families. And you guys are amazing. Thank you for making that happen. You go, are y'all ready to pray? You ready to go to the, the throne of God in prayer? Let's go ahead and do that now. Father in heaven, we say thank you, Lord, 
thank you for this opportunity you've granted us to come together, people from all over the world during this quarantine moving forward revival, and we're able to worship you. Thank you for the technological advancements and the opportunities that you've given us to even in the season of quarantining, we're able to connect with one another virtually. I pray, Lord, right now, a prayer over every single person who is tuning in. I pray that you would please hear and answer every request that they are praying in the secret confines of their heart. I pray, Lord, that you would fill them up with your Holy Spirit. I pray right now that you would give them power, that you would give them focus and guidance and wisdom. I pray that you would put a joy in their spirit that I, whatever the devil is doing to come against them, I pray that you would defeat the devil in their lives right now. I pray that you would raise up a standard against him and that you would be our righteous defender. I pray for every family that is in financial crisis. I pray that you would give them the resources, the support that is needed to make it through this time. Many of us, Lord, are, are scared. We're full of anxiety and fear. We are disconnected and we're sad because we can't go and spend time with those we love. I pray that you would be our friend. I pray that you would draw near to us. I pray that you would place your arms of love around us and that you would draw us close to your bosom. Whisper sweet nothings in our ear, oh God. Remind us that you love us with an unfailing love. I pray, Lord, that you would please for those who have dreams and goals. I pray that you would allow us to chase with a tenacity, with a reckless abandon after the revelations you've placed in our spirit. May this quarantine revival be a testimony to someone who is tuning in right now that no matter what the challenge might be, you will give us the ability to overcome and that we can chase our dreams and goals and be successful in the name of Jesus the Christ. I pray for forgiveness of sin, cleanse us from unrighteousness, and allow every person who is on the edge of decision to finally make that decision to follow you and to accept you as their Lord and Savior. Be with the preacher tonight. Fill him up with your spirit. Allow him to preach with freedom. May he preach with conviction. May he preach with anointing and with power. And I pray that what is declared and what is experienced would take us to another dimension of authority in the spirit realm. We love you. We say thank you. We believe that you are moving in this place right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray this prayer. Amen and amen. At this time, before we invite Olivia to lift up her voice and to lead us in song, I want you to know that on Wednesday night after our service, we received word that there was a woman, a young lady who wants to get baptized. Can we go ahead and celebrate God for that? Press that like button. She's been tuning into the quarantine revival and she said, I want to give my heart and my life to the Lord and surrender myself afresh to him. Press that like button if you support her, if you celebrate her. What we're gonna do is we'll have a baptism next week. We're going to have a virtual baptism, y'all. This is gonna be new, this is gonna be different. It's gonna be a blessing and I pray that it inspires someone else who might be on the edge and is desiring to move forward. I pray that this would be a great testimony of power. Her name is Hillary. You're gonna meet her very, very soon. So next week, we can look forward to experiencing a virtual baptism. And if you have that desire, if you want to be baptized and God has been speaking to you and you want to make that next step, then we encourage you to reach out to us. We are here to support you, to pray with you, to walk with you, to let you know 
that you are not alone. So please reach out to us if that is your desire. If you want to participate in this baptism that is about to take place virtually and make your calling and election sure. So as Olivia prepares herself to come, I want to encourage you right now to just position yourself and get ready to worship God through song. Why don't you go ahead and, and loosen yourself up right now and get ready to lift up the name of Jesus. For the Bible declares, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let's praise God tonight. Amen. Thank you. I will be singing His Eyes on the Sparrow by Lauren Hill and Tanya Blunt. Sorry. <laughs> I 
so much Olivia for coming and blessing us with that amazing song if you all were blessed by that I need y'all to press that like button right now <laughs> press and press thank like you. you mean it what a powerful anointed vessel of God thank you for being here thank with you us so much. thank you for allowing me to be here can can before you leave can before you leave pastor can uh, we just remind the people that this weekend this weekend, we have, yes. we have an opportunity to show our love and appreciation for her, don't we? This weekend, Absolutely. Yes. She is just, listen, listen, 15 years old. She is Seventh-day Adventist, born and bred, parents from Jamaica. I mean, listen, you don't get no more hours than this. And so we want to make sure that we turn out 8 o'clock Sunday. Is it Eastern Standard, Olivia? Yeah, I, yes, Eastern Standard. It's the same time. So Pacific Standard will start at 8 o'clock and then on okay. So you, we want to listen every, and here's the, here's the catch. Olivia can't say this. Matter of fact, close your ears. I don't want you to hear me say this. Every person has 30 votes. We want all 340 of the people watching right now to use all 30 of those votes. Yeah. So our own can make it to that next round, make it to that, make it to that next phase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I often wonder, like, we have so many rumors of people like Prince and Janelle Monet who were once, uh, uh, seven day Adventists, but then they moved. And that's because oftentimes we don't foster and, and, and um, people like Jill Lawrence can, uh, can attack Jill Monet can attest to this and Tamara Bodie. Like we have to support our own. So that way, when they get where they're going, where God is ordained for them to go, they remember that we were there for him. So for them, so get out Sunday, 8 PM Eastern standard, yes. go Olivia Zimini's into the yes. next round in American Idol. And we'll be yes. grateful to you, but most importantly for the gift that God has put in her. Olivia, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. You'd be blessed. You'd be blessed. Pastor, the time yeah. has now come where you're about to preach this word. Now, here's the deal. You're about to deliver this message and, and we're excited about it. We're ready to receive. Um, you've been uh, positioned for excellence tonight. But I just want to ask you a quick question because I was talking with you and you actually came up with this idea and I got to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Doc. Hold on. Let me put in a gallery view so that people can see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Tomorrow night, we are going to have something different. And this is 
a part of the the meticulous methodology, whatever, a maniacal planning that Pastor Marquise Johns is gifted with. So tomorrow night at 7 p.m., you're going to have an opportunity to come and worship again. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's the catch, uh, Pastor Johns? So the catch is, while you have seen on all of the advertisements that J.D. Motivates has put out, I'm sure some of you wonder, well, what about Saturday night? And so while he wants to attribute it to my maniacal mind, you know, <laughs> the truth of the matter is the mind behind this, that God deposited this entire quarantine moving for revival. He has consistently looked for ways to continue to engage you. And so come on, drop it on him. Tell him what's about to happen. Tell him what's about to happen. my screen with y'all real quick so you can see the flyer for tomorrow night. Here it is. The Boom. The flyer is right here. Boom. Now, see, we got night seven here. We got, oh my goodness, is that a mystery speaker? And a mystery psalmist? And a mystery psalmist. Come okay. through. So we have a speaker and a psalmist, an artist of high renown. The likes high of renown. Aspire, the heights to which we aspire. And we have them secured, but we're not telling them who it is, Pastor. No, 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 no. See, because here's the thing. Here's what I say. I said, listen, let's do this. Let's do a little contest and see based on the silhouettes, because those are the silhouettes of the two, the preacher and the psalmist. Who can guess who that uh, guest psalmist and mystery psalmist and mystery preacher is? And we're going to give them a countdown. When is the countdown, J.D.? The countdown is we're going to give you all all the way up until 7 p.m. tomorrow night. I'm going to be generous. I was going to shut it down earlier, but Pastor Johns, I think they need a little extra time to figure this out. So we're going to give them up until the start of the service tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 mm -hmm. p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific to go on the Facebook page, the Quarantine Revival Facebook page, and to go on Instagram. And we're going to post the this flyer with the silhouette. If you can under that post or maybe even say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say you want to, but, but what if you incentivized participation? Oh, so what if we, what do you think? What should we give away? What, what do people like? I mean, I mean, at this point, everybody, you know, sheltering in place, you know what I'm saying? A little extra couple dollars wouldn't hurt nobody, but I don't know, you know? Here's the deal, Pastor. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about 25. Oh. I was thinking about 50. I was thinking about 75. Come on. I think we're going to push that thing to $100. So wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. JD, are you telling me yeah. if somebody can before 7 p.m. tomorrow guess the guest preacher and guest psalmist, they're going to get $100? Yes. And we'll see. Okay, I'm going to tell you who it is because I can get the money right now. I no, no, chill out. You know <laughs> that's unfair. That's very that's unfair. unfair. I can't participate. You no, should have no. told me this before I agreed. We're not going to let you get this money because you know. So this is the deal. We know we can see your timestamp. If yep. you put it in the comment, if you send the private message to the Facebook, uh, the Quarantine Revival Facebook page, we'll see when you go. We posted it. So if you get it right, we're going to make sure that the first person who guesses it right will and get this prize. And you have to guess them both. You can't just guess one. You have to guess them both in tandem and post your answer either on the Facebook page or on the Instagram page. It will be timestamp. JD will know who actually got it right. So listen, well, it actually begins now. 
Well, you know, I, I was just about to tell you that people are already guessing in the comment section. I don't know if you could see, but people are already putting their guesses out there. So <laughs> listen, they're getting excited. Again, thank you, Pastor Johns, for that amazing idea and all that good stuff. But now I think it's time for the word of God to be declared. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's that time. Drink your water, Doc. Drink your water. We're excited. Honestly and truly, thank you for being here tonight. Um, take us to the throne. Give us what God gave you, and we're here to support and receive whatever it is the Lord has declared. By his grace, by his grace. All right. For those of you who have allowed your Bibles to accompany you to this virtual revival, I'd like you to join me over in the gospel according to Luke. The gospel according to Luke. And we're going to find our way over to chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. We're turning to the written word which will prepare us for the preached word and will by God's grace honor and exalt the living word. If you have Luke chapter nine, verse 57, why don't you go ahead and hit a like button? Luke chapter nine, verse 57, we're turning to the written word, which will prepare us for the preached word and will by God's grace honor and exalt the living word. If you have Luke chapter nine and verse 57, why don't you go ahead and let this bald head preacher know by tapping like, oh yeah, come on, tap like, tap like. Now, now the text says this, as I read in your hearing from the King James Version, and it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, him being Jesus, Lord, I will, Lord, I will follow you wherever thou goest. And, and Jesus said unto him, that man, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests. <laughs> But the son of man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Jesus, saying unto another, follow me. But he, that man said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Ah, Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will. <clears throat> Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at my home, at my house, ah, which are at home, at my house. And Jesus said unto him, and here's what I want to inform tonight's message. And Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back at things behind, now that's a Greek parenthetical statement, looking back at things behind is fit for the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. okay, so, so here's the thing, here's the thing, and I know this is even gonna kind of start off with me telling y'all that I, I, I was looking back a little bit, um, but, but let me keep it a buck on today, let me keep it a buck. Um, in, in this time that we have been sheltering in place, I, I've noticed that I've spent a lot of time, maybe like some of you, thinking about traveling. More time thinking about traveling than I could actually uh, travel. You know what I mean? Even getting in the car and going somewhere is restricted nowadays. So I've been doing a lot of time thinking about traveling. And, 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 and because, because there were seasons where I was in an airport, it seemed like every week. However, the other day I was thinking about not being able to fly. Here it is. I was thinking about not being able to fly and something hit me about airplanes and not, not just any old thing, but how airplanes differ from every other form of transportation. 
You see um, the horse and buggy back in the day or, or the bicycle or the automobile, the train, the speedboat, and even one of my personal favorites, the Royal Caribbean cruise ships, all, here it is, can once in motion come to a standstill without danger befalling their passengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other distinction is each of those can reverse their engines or source of power and go backwards. But when it comes to the airplane, once it takes off, there ain't no reversing. Once it takes off, there ain't no backing up. When it comes to the airplane, once it takes off, there ain't no standing still. As a matter of fact, the plane is going faster at its cruising altitude than during takeoff because if a plane loses its forward momentum and forward drive, it will crash. The only safety for the airplane, once it gets going, is in its forward motion. And like the airplane, the only safe direction for us is forward. The coronavirus may have slowed us down just a little bit, but we don't stand still. We don't move forward. We don't reverse. We move forward. We don't stand still. We move forward. We don't reverse. We move forward. We don't stop. We move forward. We don't go back. We move forward. Listen to me, saints of God. God's hands are on the controls. The engines have been turned on. We are up in the air, and now we are moving forward. So with the time that is mine, I'd like to deposit a sermon under the title, Fast Forward in Your Spirits, and then I'll get out of here. I'll get out of here. So but first, why don't we just have a quick word of prayer. Father, help us lest we perish. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We read Luke. We read Luke chapter nine. We made read read Luke chapter nine. We read read Luke chapter nine at verses 57 through 62. And I want you to make no mistake about what this pericope is pushing. Um, it is pushing practical discipleship. It is pushing practical discipleship, the, 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 the aptitude and attitudes of a disciple, things disciples should be careful with and cautious of, not to mention the calling and challenges of discipleship. But this isn't about the aptitude and attitude of just anybody's disciples. This chapter isn't about uh, the things any old disciple should be careful with and cautious of. This isn't about the calling and challenges of being anybody's disciple. This chapter date, JD, is about the cost and readiness of being a disciple of Jesus the Christ. And this is why we find Jesus, watch this, watch this. This is why we find Jesus in the last six verses, beginning with verse 57 of chapter nine, discouraging three men from doing what he had encouraged 12 men to do in the first six verses of the exact same chapter. <laughs> Rashad, Rashad, there is a lesson somewhere in there. Let me see, what is it? Oh, here it is. What Jesus has asked someone else to do may not be what Jesus is calling you to do. You can't just do everything you see somebody else doing. So let's stop asking God to do for us what he did for somebody else. Let's stop asking God for a marriage like somebody else's marriage. Let's stop asking God for a man like so-and-so's man or a woman like so-and-so's woman. Stop asking God for a job like 
what's the name has and then getting mad when you either don't get that job or get it and then realize it's not what you wanted here let me deposit this in your spirits stop blocking your blessings pleading for the precedented one more time for those who want to write that down stop blocking your blessings pleading for the precedented because not only are you blocking your blessings pleading for the precedented you have most likely romanticized the responsibility that comes with that job that comes with that marriage that comes with that man that comes with that woman see you want God to give you something like when he wants to give you something unlike anything you could have asked or even imagined so 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 not only have these three men seem to romanticize the responsibility that comes with being a Christ follower the chapter provides watch this additional hermeneutical hints and exegetical evidence that shifted of what shifted Emmanuel God with everybody to God with everybody <laughs> except these three. Uh, their failure to count the cost was directly related, Damon Hendrickson, to the fog of confusion around the identity of the Christ. See, somewhere in between Herod's perplexity in verse seven and Peter's clarity in verse 20, Christ calls his followers' attention to the ever-widening chasm between them and the crowd with two questions. Question number one, whom say the people that I am? <laughs> and question number two, but whom say ye that I am? You see, the average Jewish person thought Jesus was a cool dude. They thought his teaching style was kind of legit. He had done the kind of stuff that they had only heard or read about from the times of the Old Testament prophets. But, and this is important, they didn't have the slightest clue that he was the promised Messiah. Had they even been asked for their best guess, they would have been so far off the mark as to not even be funny. And there is in Christ's questions an implicit expectation. And here's what that expectation is. Disciples are supposed to know what the crowd does not. You see, saints of God, disciples are supposed to know Jesus has the ability to free the possessed. Disciples are supposed to know Jesus has the ability to cleanse the sinner. Come on, Holy Ghost. Disciples are supposed to know Jesus has the ability to raise the dead. Disciples are supposed to know Jesus has the ability to feed the hungry. By the time they get to Luke chapter nine, his followers were familiar with the fact that he could heal the sick, heal the paralyzed, heal the withered, and give sight back to the blind. Because the truth is, and here is the second thing I want you to write down, Followers should be familiar with what fans haven't yet figured out. One more time. Followers should be familiar with what fans haven't quite figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to do what Paul said. We need to examine ourselves whether or not we be in the faith. Because after Jesus confirms Peter's confession, he does exactly what the sensei, Dr. James Richard Doggett Sr. said on Wednesday night. He puts, Jesus puts his true identity on the secret menu. <laughs> it's right here in the text. Verse 21 says, he straightly charged them and commanded them that they should tell no man that thing. Why, Doc Doggett? Why, Doc Bushner? Why, Damon? Why, Richard? Why, Laurent? Why? Why does Jesus put his identity on the secret menu? Why does Jesus tell them to keep the messianic secret? For the same reason he appears to be discouraging these three brothers in chapter nine's closing pericope. Why? Because at their core, 
neither of them were really ready to move forward with Jesus. And how do I know? I know it because it's in the text. Notice Luke chapter nine and verse 57, the word of God declares, and it came to pass, the word of God declares, and it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said to him, Lord, I will. Mm, drop down to verse 61. And another also said, Lord, I will. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home. And let's listen to get this in. If we are going to move forward, James Doggett Jr., JD motivates. If we're going to move forward, we'll have to depend on the divine, not on our discipline and or our determination. One more time, in case you didn't catch it. If we're going to move forward, we'll have to depend on the divine, not on our own discipline and or determination. And unfortunately, Two of the three wannabe disciples had learned this very important lesson. It's right there in the text. In verses 57 and 61, they voluntarily offered to follow Jesus. Here it is based on their will. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, friends of mine, beloved of God, first of all, can we just keep it a buck? Can we keep it a whole stat right now? We ain't got the willpower to follow through on. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Here, here, okay, here, 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 let me put it like this. This year, like every other year, I made me a resolution. That's right. I made me what it is. Ain't none of y'all business what I made my resolution about. All right. Okay, fine. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. All right. All right, all right. So, so, so. I'm going to tell y'all because I'm so very close to it. I could just feel it in my spirit. My resolution included having a body more like Idris Elba's and less like Forrest Whitaker's. <laughs> Needless to say, on today, my willpower hasn't been strong enough to hit the gym for a whole month straight. So where on earth will I find the willpower <laughs> to follow Jesus? How will I find the willpower to follow Jesus into a brutal Roman flogging? How and where on earth will I find the willpower to follow Jesus into hypovolemic shock? Where on earth will I find the willpower to follow Jesus into having my Midian nerves crushed in my wrists and my ankles? Where on earth will I find the willpower to follow Jesus into respiratory acidosis and pericardial effusion? Saints of God, we ain't got the willpower to follow Jesus to the corner store, let alone to Golgotha's Hill. So when these fellas run up talking about what they will, what they will, what they will, saints of God, I came to declare my will needs to be swallowed up into the will of Jesus because only if he's living and breathing and how, if I'm living and breathing and having my being in him, will I be able to accomplish anything? And this is why, if we're going to move forward, we'll have to depend on the divine, not on our own discipline or determination. See, we have never seen, saints of God, anything. We have never experienced anything like COVID-19. And as cases continue to be diagnosed, and the death toll shows no signs of slowing up, you might be inclined to just lay in your bed, covers over your head, waiting for this storm to be over. And hey, let's keep it real. By all means, take a couple of days. Hey, take a couple of weeks. But at some point, we need that Christ in Gethsemane kind of resolve, where we're able to say, nevertheless, 
not my will, but your will be done. Come on, come on. Y'all heard this story before more recently. Kirk Franklin posted it on his IG, but it bears repeating, Doc Bushner. It bears repeating. There was a young lady driving her almost blind, almost blind grandfather through a storm. She was driving him through a storm and the storm got so heavy. She said to him, uh, daddy, I, granddaddy, I think I'm gonna pull over. He said, baby, can you still see the road? She said, yeah. He said, we'll keep on moving forward. Uh, they kept going a little bit further along, Doc Doggett, and, and all of a sudden she said, uh, daddy, I don't know, Granddaddy, this storm is getting hard. I, I think I should pull over, still see the road. She said, yeah, yeah, and baby on moving forward. Well, wouldn't you know, sooner or later, they drove out of the storm. The storm had broken. And he said, baby, now pull over that car. They pulled over the car. He said, get out. She got out of the car. He said, now look back. She looked back and she said, now you see everybody that over is but you and I. We didn't get verse 59. The Bible says it. And Jesus said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to uh, go bury my father. Jesus said unto him, well, you should just, know, but you work thing that has expiration date. Now, before anyone gets the wrong impression, let me say on the front end, we have as a nation gone through the most traumatic shared events this country has seen since 9-11. And that trauma has been common Cheeto, Agent Oon, because he is supposed to have had positive effects on other viruses. And not to mention that he suggests we should try something like injecting disinfection. This just compounds how traumatic experience not mourned. Christ was encouraged men to forego his filial responsibility to his father. But what I will say is this. <laughs> we have a tendency to look for any excuse imaginable to deny the rightful service with occasion to, to the primary one, which is Jesus forward. But all too often, we allow something that we've been holding on to past its expiration date to compromise our forward movement. But let me just tell somebody, it's time to eliminate. A job has exceeded its expiration forward. And here's what I want to give somebody permission to do. If or when you call up said person to eliminate that job or to eliminate that relationship, you go ahead and tell them that the great quarantine of 2020 has exposed this job, has exposed this friend as non-essential and is thus dead weight. And then five the point, this is my point, I'm closing. Now, when you call them up, some of them are going to want to resurrect that thing that should be eliminated during the season. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. They are. They are. Oh, no, no, baby. We can make it work. We can make it. No, 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 no. But let me help somebody. Let me help you by showing you nine. And take this. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, Christ gives them the ability to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, and raise the dead. Now, while he does give them in Luke chapter 9 the power to cure disease, heal the sick, and authority over all devils, there is no power to resurrect that which has succeeded its expiration date. Let me illustrate it this way. Let me, you ain't get it. <laughs> Let me illustrate it this way. One day I'm watching TV, um, I'm clicking through the remote, and all of a sudden the thing stopped working. And you know what we do. I turn it over and I beat it on the back, push the button a couple of more times, and, and, and it started working. It started working. But eventually it, it gave out. It didn't work. It gave out. It stopped working. And I said, hit it on the back, and it wasn't working. So I got up. 
and I moved to my box of batteries. And thankfully, there were about four batteries left. So I popped out two and popped in two from the box. I went back, sat on my couch, closed up the remote, and tried changing the channel again. But something still wasn't quite right. The remote still didn't work. So I got up, went over, and tried the last two batteries. Just then, my wife, seeing me changing the batteries, using that box of batteries, says, oh, hey, Two of those batteries may not work. I swapped out some other batteries and may have accidentally put the expired ones back in the box. Oh, come on, God. Put the expired ones back in the box. Here I was trying to use something past its expiration date because it hadn't been eliminated and they therefore had no power to help me in my attempts to change something. Here I'm trying to use something that has exceeded its expiration date to use to change something and it literally has no power. Saints, if we're going to move forward, we'll have to depend on the divine, not our discipline or determination. If we're going to move forward, we'll have to eliminate everything that has exceeded its expiration date. If we're going to move forward, we're going to have to stop procrastinating and let go of past failures. Not only will we have to stop procrastinating and let go of past failures and past pain, we're going to start accepting that only Christ is perfect and start looking at the positives and appreciate my present and that okay okay and that, 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 that that's how we move forward because i just want to as i'm closing call your attention to several irrefutable facts yes god if we had a hammer i'd ask somebody to cue it up and i'd even be off key while i try to close this message i need y'all to understand several irrefutable facts god created our mouths facing forward he placed our hearts in our chest not in our back facing forward he put our ears on the sides of our heads facing forward he put our eyes in the front of our heads so we can look forward and if that is not enough he even created our feet facing forward you see our entire body screams at us to keep moving forward so i don't know who i'm talking to right now who needs to put away something that has exceeded its expiration date or who needs to stop depending on their own discipline and determination i want you to get this in your spirit what you need to do is hold on to God's unchanging hand as he moves us forward past coronavirus, past COVID-19, past these deaths, past sheltering in place, past all of this foolishness until one day we look back at this thing and realize anybody who stopped may still be in an emotional storm, but we move forward and now the storm has broken. My message to you today, don't just move forward, fast forward. I want to thank Brother JD for this wonderful, incredible vision that he allowed God to use him to execute. Right now, there's somebody out there who has a relationship, a job, or anything. Again, I give you permission. Quarantine of 2020 has declared that thing non-essential. You were able to get through without him. You were able to get through without her. And so now, let that thing be. No need to try and resurrect that which would literally just be dead weight and move forward. I don't know what you need to get rid of. I don't know how you need to stop depending on self, but I just came to tell somebody, move forward. And don't just move forward, fast forward, fast forward. Let me pray with you, Father in heaven. We thank you for your word. We thank you for even the trials that come out of, I mean, the, the, the challenges that birth in us strength 
I thank you, God, that you have seen fit to use a wretch like me. But Lord, even now, I pray that I didn't get in the way of somebody receiving your blessing, your word, and what you want to say about us, not just moving forward, but fast forwarding. Bless those that heard. Bless those who are sheltering in place. Bless those who are quarantined. Bless those who are self-isolating. God, bless us as we allow you to pull us through, move us forward beyond COVID-19. Even as we sit in COVID-19, God, you can take our minds into heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So bless us, keep us, save us to that end because we confess our sins, shortcomings, foolishness, iniquities, transgressions, known and unknown, and none other but the matchless, the mighty, the majestic name of Jesus the Christ. And everyone that agreed said amen, and amen, and amen, and amen. Man, amen, hallelujah. If God spoke to you tonight, I need you right now to press that like button. I need you to let this preacher know that God used him in a mighty way. Ladies and gentlemen, God has spoken clearly to you and clearly to me. This message was so eye-opening. And thank you, Pastor Marquise Johns, for being faithful to the call tonight. Oh, we celebrate you. And what a mighty anointed power pack word. My God, if you need more inspiration, if you need something, here it is. If God has told you tonight with specificity what it is that you need, his spirit power to help you leave behind you and to move forward, then put that in a form of a prayer request. Send it to us because we want to pray with you. Oh, my gosh. As you fast forward, Jesus, what a mighty word. Pastor Keese, as you are kind of just coming down and your feet are, are still levitating, you ain't hit the ground yet because you're still levitating. As we're about to say this, this final just farewell to everyone tonight. Is there anything else that God needs you to just say or to deposit into us kind of as a as a farewell thought or message. Listen, it, it is nothing wrong with feeling like as we struggle against something we've never seen before, that you got to take a minute, but we don't stop. We move forward. It's okay that some mornings you may not get out of bed. I just, I just don't want anybody to leave this message or this moment feeling like, wait, I can't take a day. I can't, I can't take a moment. Yes, you can, but take a moment, take a day. Even when Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. He expresses, he has a preference, but he allows his will to be subjugated and subject to the will of his father. So yeah, have a preference, but ultimately fast forward in the will of God. Wow. Thank you so very much. You know, I'm feeling that same spirit that was on the line last night. And I think one of the best ways we can end this is by offering this opportunity for you to continue in worship. Yeah. We, we're, we're still high on this word. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up that same song. I don't know if this needs to become our theme song or what, but we're going to put that moving back. Yeah. yeah. Last night we played the acoustic version. I'm going to play the, the original version now. And I believe that in this moment, God wants you to just stay right here. Don't you leave this place. Allow in this moment of worship, this cathartic moment as you're giving God everything, all of your burdens, all of your cares. We're going to play this song right here. And we want you to continue. If you need anything, reach out to the Quarantine Revival Facebook page. Send us a message. And we promise we will pray with you. If you want to sow a seed, then you can do that via Cash App. The money sign, the Quarantine Revival.
Thank you, Pastor Marquise Johns. Bless God you. Use you mightily Bless tonight. You. We're about to listen to this music and allow it to minister to your heart. Warning to all network marketers. If you don't stop doing these three things...